Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. We woke up this morning, Monday, July 3rd, with a full moon in Capricorn, so we had the moon nice and full and bright, going opposite the sun in Cancer. And that one exact here on the East Coast at 7.38 a.m. And we'll still be in that full moon energy for the next 24 hours. The moon will be in Capricorn until it moves into Aquarius tomorrow, July 4th. Ah, happy 4th of July. Uh, the moon at 1 29 p.m. will move into Aquarius. So again, these next 24 hours to uh, really process our emotions because that's what this full moon is going to be about. The rest of the week is pretty chill. Next on Friday, the 7th, Mercury will be sextile Uranus. We'll talk about that. And now next week, I am going on vacation with my children. I will be out of office, out of astro office, we can say, for eight days. We leave on Saturday and we don't come back till Sunday. We're going down to my sister's. She lives outside New Orleans and we're going to be with cousins and my niece, my nephew, lots and lots of fun family time. So there will not be an episode next week, but I will be touching on a little bit of next week's transits, which is Monday the 10th. Mars moving into Virgo. <laughs> I'm ready for to move out of Leo and I'm just say, happy to say that when Venus starts retrograding on July 22nd Mars will not be co-present anymore with Leo so I think that's definitely a good touch to Venus retrograde and then on Tuesday the 11th Mercury will move into Leo where it will be present for a little bit at the beginning of this uh, Venus retrograde in Leo so before I jump into the astrology transits of the week, I want to remind everyone the best way to put this podcast out there and to help me out is to share it, rate it, review it, subscribe to it, whatever you're listening on, comment, post on social media. You guys are always out there doing that for me. And I'm telling you, especially sharing it with a friend, that's the best way to get this podcast out there. And I'm grateful for everyone who does that. Tune in to me, social media, Cosmic Colleen, one C in the middle. Remember, there are fakers out there. I will never, ever DM you for a reading. So if you see any other Cosmic Colleen's pretending to be me, uh, you know, people put underscores, things like that. It is a, is a scammer. Now, when I'm on vacation, I'll be posting a little bit about next week's astrology transits, but not too much. For the most part, like I said, I will be out of office and out of commission. Now, before we jump into these transits, though, I wanted to take about five minutes. Some of you who do already follow me on social media heard about my good friend, my mentor, someone who I hold very, very near and dear to my heart and soul has passed away, Jimmy. And I just want to share about him for just a couple minutes. Like I said, this man was very, very influential on my life and not just mine, but a lot of other people and just a little, little rest in peace uh, chat about him. I want to tell you guys the influence he had on my life and then we'll get started with these astro updates. I met Jimmy when I went to beauty school and he cut my hair. He was, <laughs> we kind of really met in a weird way. I, it was my first week of beauty school. I walked into Alta, the salon, and it was his first day at Alta. He had been a C he was 58 at the time. He'd been all over working all kinds of salons and he was managing one for about 25 years left and it came to the, I was his first haircut of that day. I just moved into Pittsburgh, go to beauty school. I started beauty school for the week. He cut my hair. We never see each other again. Fast forward two years later, I go in for to a totally different salon, not Alta, another salon, 
45 minutes away from where he had originally cut my hair. And don't you know, he's there working as the manager and hires me right away. And Jimmy was someone, you know, you have the people in the hair world that teach you how to do hair. He taught me the streets of hair. He taught me he was a city slicker, super cool, super interesting, super Italian, and just knew the way of life. And he would teach me so many things. Like he would say, Colleen, never ask the person, what do you think? Do you like your hair? That gives them room. And they start questioning like, why don't, don't you like my hair? And he says, you always say it looks beautiful. And that was just a tip of the iceberg of all of the advice that he had given me in life. You know, he was there for me time and time again through my drug addiction. We worked together. And even though I moved away from him uh, over a decade ago, we still chatted on the phone almost monthly. And he was like a father figure and he was just so funny and I'm so grateful for him. I remember he used to always say that I was a star and when I was being bad and getting wild and on drugs and stuff, he'd say, you're a star Colleen, but you're Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> you're Lindsay Lohan right now. That's what he'd call me because back in the day, that was at the same time that she was kind of crazy. And I want to share with you guys, if you want to hear his wisdom, you want to feel his energy on the podcast back in 2020 we once spent the whole day together his health had been declining for a long time and that whole day I knew that was going to be so special it was him and I and we drove around Pittsburgh we did the things we did he loved his scratch-offs and always won he was super lucky and we would do that and then we recorded an hour podcast and I was listening to it this morning with my kids actually and it was like he was right there he had a really magical magical voice and again so much wisdom in life and in the salon world he had a huge career of like 50 plus years in the salon world and he'll forever, ever have a huge impact on my soul and my mind. I mean, I, I quote him all the time, the funny sheet he used to say and do and the life advice he will give me. So he will be forever etched in in my soul. And I he had passed away when I was in New York this past weekend. And I didn't realize he'd passed away while I was there. But while I was there, I was literally quoting the things that he would say and do. And New York City was like his all-time favorite city. So, you know, my favorite way to... to um, not the you know celebrate life when someone passes away to honor their life is through enjoyment and he was someone who truly genuinely was very unique and and always enjoyed life uh, to the fullest even in his day to day and he didn't have a particularly an easy life but whatever life handed him whether it was a little apartment a car whatever it was you know he was so humble and just enjoyed whatever was in front of him and if you guys want to hear more from him and his life advice and just who this Jimmy was, I mean, he was a very unique individual. Episode 44, you can go way back into the podcast and there we are talking about all the good stories and you can get a feel for his vibe. So again, I just kind of wanted to talk about Jimmy. His birthday was on, will be this Friday, actually July 7th. And he was, uh, he was a cancer, he was a cancer sun, but a Leo rising and a Gemini moon. So you know that combination. Again, I just want to dedicate this episode to him. He believed in me, believed in this podcast, believed in my career, believed in me as a person, believed in me as a human who could get their life together and he will forever be on my soul. So just take a moment. Cheers to whatever you're drinking uh, right now, a water, a coffee. Cheers to Jimmy and living life to the fullest and again if you get a chance to listen to that episode i think that's a great way to honor him is to share the wisdom that he shared with me so freely so thank you thank you for letting me share that little dedication to jimmy and i love him free or for real and i'm so grateful that i had this destined friendship with him Whew. so that's really how this full moon clicked off for me yesterday was finding out that he had passed away now we have the full moon in capricorn and 
you know, we got Mercury there. We have Mercury um, going opposite the full moon in Capricorn. Mercury and the sun were conjunct this week, and now Mercury's breaking away, moving ahead as a head start, um, as a head star, and also in a head start. You know, it's it's moving again with a new beginning. And so with this woman in Capricorn, we're creating a stable bridge for emotions to come out and share them with one another. You know, think about your emotions. When we got when we got the full moon in Capricorn, Saturn sign, and we got Saturn in Pisces right now, we are starting to free some stagnant emotions, free some emotions that were stuck that we couldn't remove. But here's what we need to understand. We're getting an idea with this full moon about why are we blocking our emotions and or what is blocking our emotions from flowing is it because we don't feel safe to share them i was really thinking this thought this morning about like what levels of safety do we need to feel to be intimate with someone and what's one of the most for me i know as a virgo rising virgo moon and you know on my gemini it's very hard for me to like open up to someone and let them know intimately what is going on with myself and i've been pondering that today um you know, is it something inside of us that feels afraid? You know, what if I share these deep emotions and they'll laugh or I'll be mocked or the person leaves if I open up? Or what if they go share with other people and mock me? You know, again, there's often a fear of abandonment connected to voicing our emotions to someone deeply. And even sometimes we can get carried away or we can become those people for others where there's too much level of comfort, there's not enough boundaries, and someone is constantly oversharing or using you as their emotional crutch when they're, uh, you know, it's too draining for you. And we know that's not just your run-of-the-mill friendship where someone is, you know, give and take. Sometimes someone's going through a hard time, they share, and then the same person shares that energy with the other. This might show someone who is constantly just feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding away from you know, taking your energy away from you and not actually ever helping you in return and leaving you. And some people, that's a whole other issue that they have, you know, with their own abandonment. So you might have to block some people. You might have to put some stops to people. You might realize, hey, I'm not having any emotional energy for myself because I'm listening to this person all the time. The same can also kind of be said, though, a shift in a relationship dynamic. There's can be, we just shared the one. You might have to set some boundaries and you can't be that person's emotional punching bag anymore. But at the same time, there could be a shift in a relationship boundary where you really get to be there for someone emotionally the same way that they often are for you, you know? Maybe their partner and maybe their friend, maybe they're a coworker and you, you know, they're always there for you. They show up for you and now you get to do that in return. There's a little bit of like returning the emotional favor. And again, playing it safe and finding people that you feel safe with, with your emotions. And we also can feel like, why do we need to be the one who is responsible all the time or sick of responsibility, blah, 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 blah. sick of responsibilities, but just cause we're sick of those responsibilities, like did we create them? Right? There's a little bit of that, you know, so in the full moon in Capricorn, did we create our own demise? Did we create these responsibilities that in the end we didn't even want? Maybe they weren't even that important, but we took on too much that we can chew and now we have to deal with these responsibilities that may from the whole take you away from you and who you are or who you feel as a person. I know this full moon, I've been just sort of tired and out of it. I think I've been saying on every episode I've been tired, so I think this vacation has been good. However, I am starting to 
get it back together now that the sun has moved out past Saturn and Pisces, even though we're, you know, us Gemini, Virgos, Pisces, mutable signs, we're still kind of going through it a little bit. So this full moon can also be about releasing the emotional burden that you've been carrying around. One that's been so heavy and you're seeing it now. You're finally seeing what that emotional burden is and what does it look like if you remove it? What does it look like if you release it? That emotional burden might also, you know, be something that you feel like you hold on to because you'll feel abandoned if you let go of this emotional burden. And we know that that never ends up satisfying our soul in any sort of way. So what do we need to do to release this heaviness? We need to free up our emotions to make room for positive emotions to grow. If you don't release this heavy stuff that your mind is constantly holding onto or focusing onto or, you know, staying stuck in, then you're not making room for positive emotions to grow. You're not letting, and when I say positive, I don't just mean the negative and the positive, but you know what I mean? Like under the umbrella of love and joy and happiness and peace and all of those emotions that stem from that, we want to grow that. But again, when there's this heaviness that we can't let go of, we stymie that growth. So during this time, the next 24 hours, maybe some of you already did. Again, this episode's a little bit, I didn't talk about today on last week's episode. So it's a middle, you know, we're a little bit late and a little bit on time. <laughs> During this time though, what you need to, do you need to release a person, place, or thing? Close your eyes and write down these steps if you can't do it right now because you're driving or whatever. Close your eyes, get into a relaxing place, a relaxing mindset. Um, kind of bring to your mind what you're saying goodbye to. What release, what does that emotional releasing look like? Again, is it a person, is it a place, is it a thing? Is it a mindset that has been holding you back? Like I said, you've been your own worst enemy with this emotional burden. And focus on, you know, bring it to your mind and have a goodbye talk. And you could cry, you could hit it, you can bury it, you can hug it, you can do what all those emotions that come up, let them come up. And maybe it's all of the above, like I said, and then focus on the releasing. There's so many different ways in your mind you can release something. You could turn something into rocks that you're throwing into the water. I've before used a release where I saw a person on a boat and I released them out till I couldn't see them anymore into the white oceany abyss. I've done red cord cutting. There's all different kinds, but whatever shows up to you is the right way. It doesn't matter. It's about the intention behind that release. Um, this week, repeat it all week. And expect the next two weeks, you know, we got the new moon happening in two weeks in Cancer, and we're gonna be rebuilding our emotions. We're gonna be planting those new seeds of emotions now. Those positive emotions we're ready to build up, we're going to be planting those seeds because we cleared out the emotional burdens. And it's not just that simple. It's that every time we feel these emotions coming up, these emotional burdens, we free them in the moment. So just like I said, for the next week or two, every time you focus on this emotional burden, how do you free it? That, what I just told you, that little ritual, that can easily take a minute. That's it. You could do it in one minute. And each time that emotional burden comes up, you release it. You release it. You release it. You release it. Oftentimes, it's this repetitive movement that releases that energy. It's not just because you do it once. It's every time you're conscious of the thought, then you remove it. 
And now by next, you know, two Mondays from now, we'll be planting new positive emotional seeds. We cleared out those emotional burdens and we'll be planting those new emotional seeds through maybe it would be starting therapy or some sort of positive group like a 12-step fellowship or or something where people have your own emotional identities are the same and you guys can share it something like that planting new emotions but right now we're moving those emotional burdens and in general the energy today will be a little bit slow tired some can be kind of cranky but more of just not feeling like making big busy movements you know just just being and being present. Now, on Friday, July 7th, Mercury in Cancer will be sextile Jupiter in Taurus. So use your wisdom to talk emotional sense if you need it into yourself or someone else. We'll have Mercury sextile, like I said, with Jupiter in Taurus. So if your emotions get a little wonky at the end of this week or with Mercury in Cancer, we can speak uh, we can speak intuitively, which is a beautiful thing, like I said, but we can also speak out of our emotions instead of using grounded sense. So use your wisdom to talk emotional sense into yourself, into other people. It will be easy to you. Kind of like your emotions get carried away and you need to or will find ways to ground yourself. Or, you know, maybe I should say with this transit, those ways will find you. You'll find yourself in the woods or you'll find yourself by a lake and you'll be taking that moment to put your feet into the to the side of the lake or the creek and just being one with nature or you'll say colleen you know stop it you know what happens when you think that way this is the truth this is the ultimate truth or again you have that come to jesus conversation with someone or they have it with you uh this will also be one we're kind of speaking each other's love languages if you're attached or wanting to be attached you guys will understand what one another means and speaking the language of the other and love and coming together with love and communication again will be on your side now early next week Um, Remember, I won't be dropping in an episode, but we have Mars in Virgo and Mercury in Leo. And that is going to be Mercury moves into Leo on the 11th and then Mars moves into Virgo on the 10th. So Monday and Tuesday. So next week, that's going to be a massively powerful transit. It's going to be a massively powerful middle to end of July. Um, You know, sharp decision making, a time to revisit some areas in your life that you need to take charge of. And Creating an action plan is going to be very, very big. Again, you got Mars moving into Virgo, which is Mercury's sign and Mercury into Leo. And remember, the sun is exalted in Aries, Mars is sign. So really finally taking charge of your life in a serious way Mm -hmm. and putting the plans out, making the plans will be the theme for next week. But when I come back after vacation, we'll talk about that as those two transits start doing little things like Mars, you know, and Virgo will go opposite Saturn in Pisces retrograde. That's going to be on the 20th, stuff like that. We will be talking about when I come back from vacation, but just know that next week's energy, you're going to be making sharper decisions. You're going to be uh, quick, quick on your feet. You're going to be taking charge of your life. You're going to get your life organized and you're going to get some communication organized the way you need to, to take a plan, to get a plan up in and on its feet. So a lot of energy. Other than that, I'm excited. Remember some of the big things at the end of the month is Venus stationing retrograde in the sign of Leo the same day that the sun moves into Leo. Um, Mercury will be, you know, conjunct. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. So I lost my my little page. There is a lot happening, but it's good, powerful energy and good stuff. So I hope everyone has a relaxing and peaceful week. I hope that you 
bridge the gaps of your emotions and figure out how to lay that solid foundation for your emotions to feel safe, to be comfortable, to release, you know, and find your people. If you haven't found your person or a few people that you feel safe and comfortable releasing those intimate moments with you, put that search out there, you know, and sometimes you don't, you know, some of us, some of my Leos, we're coming to the Leo season, you guys put so much trust into too many people and too many things. And that and that comes back to the bite you in the butt. So maybe find your one or two people you can really share your deepest souls with and um, and flourish and grow that relationship. Again, thank you, everyone. And thank you for letting me share about Jimmy. He Again, he was so funny and he was so interesting. He would always say to people, like when I was young or other people were young, he'd say, there's nothing better than being young and in love. <laughs> or he would leave the salon and he'd say, or leave your presence and he would say, well, it's been a taste of heaven. You know, he just had so many wonderful, wonderful one-liners. And like I said, I'm not alone. He touched the heart of many people and he will forever be someone who uh, will live with, in infamy with me. And I say that to share one more quote with him. He was obsessed with Pearl Harbor. And the only reason why I know every time December 7th happens, like I see it, I already know, he would write on our schedule at the salon a day that will forever live in infamy. And so when I think of Pearl Harbor, I think of him. When I think of that day, I think of him. And his soul will forever live in infamy and be etched in mine and everyone else's. So happy birthday at the end of the week, Jimmy. And we will continue to, you know, I will continue and the people that love him will continue to live life to the fullest to honor his spirit. Thank you, everyone, and have a beautiful week.